Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast. This is episode 214 of Sports. And this is a, an old familiar voice some of you might recognize because it's me, Tony. And with me is my other sports ex- expert, Off-Road Andy. Thank you for the uh, expert title. I, I mean, we've been well, experts, I would say, for a while at this. We've been doing this. I mean, before we had the podcast, we had the website. How long ago have we had that website? Uh, was that? six six years, I think. Yeah, yeah. So we've been we've been experts for a while. We've predicted our fair share of stuff in sports and uh, in just the the world, you know. Because we also have that good entertainment podcast, also. And if you're listening, please subscribe. Tell a friend. Tell a neighbor. Mm-hmm. Tell someone you meet at a bar, like in a Target or something. Just tell anybody you can. But uh, what are we gonna jump into first, Andy? You want to start with? We got a lot to talk about. We got NBA. We got MLB. We got Champions League football. We it's don't. like Jeopardy. It's like, which one are we going to start exactly. with? Exactly. And speaking of Jeopardy, Aaron Rodgers was hosting it. So oh, I did not watch. I'm not a nice little NFL uh, segue there. But uh, uh, there's not a lot to talk about football. The draft is coming soon, April 29th, so still a couple weeks away. Uh, but there is one story, and that is that Julian Edelman has announced his retirement. 34 years old, uh, multiple Super Bowls, uh, but he's, he's calling it quits. Oft injured, I would say. Is that fair, you think? I feel like it's one of those things where it's he looks at the Patriots. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. He's won his handful of Super Bowls with Tom Brady. He's a little guy. He's getting he does have his injuries, and it's probably one of those things where it's like, hey, I've got the money I need. I'm not on a team that's going to be contending for a Super Bowl for a while. And it's like I think what we sometimes don't see is all the stuff that goes behind the scenes. It's the practices, the two a days, the the camps, everything, and you it wears you out after a while. And I mean that's why. A lot of guys do retire young because I mean Julian Edelman has to be what early thirties or something. He can't He's thir- be thirty four years old. Okay, so, so that's a that's a decent time to retire from football. You know, you get out. It's older than Calvin Johnson was. Yeah, you get a- out before uh, anything bad happens to you, and you're seeing that. You're seeing a lot of guys retire younger now. I mean, there's a lot more. Mm-hmm. A lot more has come out about what how serious these head injuries are and what they do do to you later on. With the you know science and other things have shown us that it's uh it's not a good thing. But uh, yeah. so if you feel like you've got all the money and you're have won your couple rings. I don't see why not. I mean, at 34 years old, it's like he's starting, basically he'd be starting life again. A whole new chapter. Yeah, and I, I think there's there's more to be heard from him in the, in the rest of the world. He'll be, he's got, so, he's got a good, yeah. he's got a good face. He'll be, he'll be like, a, he's got a TV personality, TV face. I mean, he's been in, you know, we all know he's been in trouble before for like having pictures leaked of him, like sleeping with women after winning the Super Bowl and stuff. So he's a, he's a guy's guy. You know, so and, I think uh, he'll, be, the, he'll be on TV. Yeah, the other thing I uh, remember was very recently uh, when Myers Leonard had that whole thing where he uh, said the uh, racial slur on oh, his yeah. uh, video game stream. And believe it or not, and the crazy thing about that too, it wasn't even like a, it was a racial slur to the Jews too. Which yeah. You don't, you never hear that. It was strange, but Julian Edelman, one of the most famous Jewish athletes out there, uh, instead of like attacking Myers Leonard, said. Like wanted to hey, kind of educate yeah, him. Yeah, that's offensive. Here's why. Uh, come come hang out with me some sometime. And, and I know, liked that because we, that we was, talk, yeah. you know, because everybody when it happens and it's not a good thing anytime. But I mean, people are in the moment. I mean, I think, you know, a lot of people when you're watching a game or when you're driving on the road or you're just when you're angry at something, a lot of times you will shout out things that aren't nice and maybe you truthfully don't mean, but you do spit them out. But it maybe it does take maybe somebody to let you know, like, hey, this is not okay and this is why and it's good to like you know it's edelman did a very mature approach about that 
And I mean, side note, I mean, has Myers Leonard even come back since that? So he got traded to Oklahoma City as part of oh, one of those yeah, multiple trades they did. There to die. And then, no, they, they released him straight up, I yeah, believe. So he, it did screw him over. And he might he might not be good enough to come back from that. He, he's, he, got paid, he, got a, he got a stupid contract. That's one of those things. He was making like $12, 15000000 million a year. Yeah. when he, he was on the bench anyways. He didn't play. Because uh, what, he had one know. decent season at Portland or something? Yeah, I think it, I think it was just like, oh, he might be able to shoot a three, and it was during that time where everyone thought, oh, yeah, three pointers, like that's everything. Uh, but yeah, I don't think his his he's not good enough to get excused, which is like, I mean, you saw the Kevin Durant thing from last week, where it's like Kevin Durant is good enough to get away with stuff. So. Yeah, uh, it's and it, that's always that was always my take with Kaepernick too. It was like if Kaepernick was Mahomes, he would still be playing, but because he's like. Average, maybe, but then people didn't want yeah, to deal 100%. with it. Yeah, 100%. Um, and they did. And I remember <laughs> so Mahomes should come out and be like, say all this shit, see what happens. It, it was actually a good podcast uh, a long time ago we had where I don't remember if it was you or our old buddy Cooch who was on here with us that actually, I think it was Cooch that actually brought up stats about Kaepernick that yeah. said, no, this is more so why you're not in the NFL. It's nothing to do with the fact that you took the knee and stuff. Because honestly, especially nowadays, you'd think tons of teams would be want a guy like that on their team with the movements and stuff that have been going on. But no, it's because at the end of the day, it's like we need someone that can, if our starter gets hurt, we need someone that can come in and help us win games while he's out. And Kaepernick just can't do that. I tell you, your team could have used him uh, last year. Oh yeah. I mean, that would have been, anything was better than what we had going on. Duck Hodgins and uh, Mason Rudolph. It was an absolute shit show. Yeah, it's well, not going to be good again this year either. I wanted a nice story to to start us off here because uh, we have some um, lesser stories, I would say, some some bad news. But uh, before, we're going to turn to the NBA, mm-hmm. and I also before we get to the bad news in the NBA, I do want to talk about a, a, a nice thing as well because I, I want to be positive for this podcast. Absolutely. Uh, so yesterday, Steph Curry uh, became the all time leading scorer for the Warriors franchise, uh, passing Wilt Chamberlain, who who only played six years, <laughs> uh, but you know back in back in those days. Uh, he, he put up like 50 much. a game. So, uh, uh, but it makes sense. I, I don't even really think of Will Chamberlain as a warrior. I didn't either. So I was confused because when I was hearing this last night and it said to pass Will Chamberlain, I immediately thought on the all time scoring list. And I know Will Chamberlain has got to be in the top five or you would 10. think because yeah, I, I know Kareem's number one. And then I know it's was LeBron number two. I think now? Malone or yeah, Carl Malone. LeBron. I think Malone's LeBron up there past Malone. I know Malone was yeah. like two, but, uh, regardless, I think, uh, I, I John, uh, Chamberlain has to be top five or six or so. So I was like, oh, damn, is Curry already up at that point? But he's probably a few years away from that. But he probably will be at one point. Because, I mean, another thing to talk about is, I mean, I guess we're getting into it, is Curry needed 18 points. Not only did he get 18, I'm pretty sure he scored 52 last night. Uh, I don't know, actually. But, I think uh, he scored 52. Yeah. I mean, if I'm wrong, it's by a, two points or so. But No, I, I, that's what I, I did want this to lead into a conversation about Curry in that he's, he's in his 30s now, but he's having – an incredible season, and people aren't going to yeah. really realize it because that team is isn't very good right yeah, now. Yeah, they're so. not a playoff team, unfortunately. I, and I think they actually have a playoff type team, but they just don't put it together. Like Ubre has gone over there and been an absolute disaster. Yeah. Every time I the Warriors are actually on TV a lot for whatever. I mean, I guess Clay it's Thompson the Warriors because <laughs> Clay Thompson was supposed to play this. That's year. true. You're right. So that already scheduled those games. So Clay Thompson, they do still have Clay Thompson. So I guess that is always in the back pocket. And there are people that still believe that if they did get like another player to go along with that, they are going to be good again in a year or two probably actually in a year because i mean that that clock's ticking a little bit i mean so curry's got to be around 32 or 3 they have minnesota's pick this year if it falls out of the top four i think okay which is very unlikely yeah minnesota is gonna yeah. but but then again sometimes the whole lottery thing's yeah. weird but uh yeah the other part was if if wiseman became 
a really effective big man, but he hasn't shown that that's what he's not going to be that next year already. Maybe, maybe someday down the line, but uh, yeah, I mean, war, but the, the other part of it is it shows Steph Curry is incredible, but it's not enough. Like, I think we always have thought like, well, one star is enough. And there, there are types of players who they do so many types of things that they seem to will their team to good records. But I think maybe we're just overlooking the other players on the team. I think like Harden on the Rockets for a lot of that time was, uh, you know, he was the team would win 50 games and would seem like, oh, he's doing it by himself. But like they always had P.J. Tucker and guys like that. Yeah. It's like right now the Warriors just don't even have good like depth to fill out the rest of the team. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem because I mean, like, I mean, they did end up beating Denver last night, but I mean, Draymond Green's a facilitator. He's not a scorer. And then, uh, um, what's this? And then you have guys like, uh, Baysmore, who's just not a guy you can count on as your next scorer. And then they've got, uh, Damian Lee, who doesn't really, you know, doesn't do too much. Jordan Poole. And then it was like, Ubre, I think was supposed to be that helping guy. And he's not, but to be honest with you, their next best scorer right now might be Wiseman. And he's out for the season. Most yeah, likely finished yeah. for the season. He had a little meniscus injury, I believe last week. But, uh, speaking of that, should we just lead into the bad news? Or do you want yeah, to wait? Yeah, there's a, there's it's a, it's pretty breaking news. It was the same. It happened in the game last night with Curry, but uh, Jamal Murray torn ACL, done for the season. Denver Nuggets. I actually look. I actually happened to look at the odds yesterday because I was curious. Because I was like, okay, where? Because with the Lakers struggling a little bit, and it showed that like Brooklyn's like two and a half to one, and the Lakers were still like three and a half to one. So a lot of people still think they're going to win the West. And then it was the Clippers at five to one. And then Milwaukee was somewhere up there, but then Denver was 16 to one. And now I have to imagine this must've dropped them at least to, I mean, I would argue maybe even like 30 to one. I mean, it has to be, yeah. it's a big drop. I mean, if we remember just a few months ago in the playoffs, it was Jamal Murray. That is the reason they got to a game like five or six against the Lakers in the Western finals. So big loss today. Yeah. I was actually in my mind, they were the best team uh, going forward that with the addition of Gordon and I think they won their first eight games after uh, he joined them. And then uh, I think they've lost a few in a row since then. And this this just does not help at all. Um, it, it would be a, a great underdog story if they're able to put something together for this playoff run. Uh, but it's it's just unlikely. Yeah. There's, there's too many good teams. The, yeah. You're, you're going to have to go through. And that, that's what I'm going to talk about. I want to talk about the Western Conference seeding because we don't even know. Mm-hmm. But there's a potential. They have to go through the Lakers in round one. Yeah. Who may have everyone back? Yeah, and, and then if they somehow get by that, then they would get Utah in round two, and then after that maybe the Clippers or Suns in round three. It's like that's whoever comes out of the Western Conference, they should just give them make them well, raise anyways. Well, well, we say that though, but then whoever comes out of the West is probably gonna have to go against uh, the three-headed monster of Irving, Harden, and uh, I know that's why they Durant. should. Just, you should get they should make rings for the Western Conference. So it's it's gonna year. be crazy. And I mean, speaking of that, just quick side note with the East. Does Philly or Brooklyn? I'm not Brooklyn. Does Philly or Milwaukee you think have a chance to beat Brooklyn in a series? Yes, I think so too. Yeah. Because here's the thing: so far this year, they haven't been healthy. I mean, Durant, Harden, and Irving have they even played? Uh, how many games have they even played together? All three of them. I think it's like nine or something. But they're like eight and, and Durant's one, been banged and so. up, and he's finally back, and then he's got off court issues going on. And then you've got Harden who's banged up, and then. Someone said it best the other day is that Kyrie Irving is literally a wild card because at one yes. point you never know if he's going to play because he's hurt or another point if he's just going to be gone. If he's just going to say, this was, I'm out. This was before the uh, the thing that happened in the Minnesota. The recent shooting, yeah. Um, where Aaron Hicks, I believe, the Yankees sat out 
that he actually was like, I don't want to play, which yeah. is like, it's, that was what happened in almost happened last year. Well, I already had seen playoffs, something. So. I don't know. Okay. I'm, I don't really follow the news too much. I did see what happened. And the only reason I found out what happened was because I noticed that every Minnesota team was out. Oh, okay, so I was yeah. like, Oh, was there bad weather? And then when I saw cause the weather is actually like a little snowy there today. There was a little bit of a sleet or whatever you call it coming down in the twins Red Sox game. But, uh, I saw that Irving already said he was going to be out Monday for personal issues. Did that shooting happen Monday or Sunday? It happened Sunday. Okay, so that he was already going to not play in I Minnesota. So. Yeah, I think so. so. And so they did actually play today. I don't know if Irving played, but I know uh, Brooklyn won like a beat him by like thirty. But uh, but yeah, I mean it's a big deal. That's obviously for another podcast, but yeah. crazy stuff, especially and not Minnesota. ours. Not ours. Yeah, someone definitely not is. ours. Definitely not ours. <laughs> someone else go look up uh, someone else's podcast. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't know. Right now, Denver is uh, in fourth. Uh, and the Lakers, I'd say somewhat miraculously, have been pretty okay without uh, LeBron I mean, Davis. It's, it's a decent team They're, still. they're hanging around. So. I mean, they, they lost to the Knicks last night, but they beat the Hornets tonight. And that's a good win. That's it a is a good win. win. The Hornets are missing players, though. I mean, I think Hayward's out still. And yeah, Hayward's out. Wall Wall's still out. out. But it was, it's still... They've also, since they've had their injuries, they've You know what that game in, so. kind of was like tonight? It was like a G League game. Like, yeah. not, I, I'm sorry, not G League, but more like a summer league game from a couple years ago. Okay. You had like Horton Tucker, Kuzma going up against... Uh, the, the Martins. Yeah, the Martins, uh, Bridges. Yeah. Fun stuff. But uh, anyway, are we, we got more NBA there? Yeah. Um, right. Just want to still go over the seedings. It looks like Utah is just going to kind of run away with it. Uh, Phoenix keeps winning. Yeah, the, the Clippers are on a roll. It kind of seems like there might there's an opportunity for those three teams to kind of separate. Um, but the Clippers still have a chance to catch Phoenix. But I don't know if it's going to happen. Phoenix just keeps how, winning, and they have, they have a how many games are left? I think about fifteen or something. Okay, so a lot can happen still. There's, there's and still also, time. as we saw last night with Denver, I mean injuries can happen. Yeah, also. yeah, and let's, you don't let's wish hope that, that on anybody, yeah. even if you don't like the team, because you know at the end of the yeah. day, those are real people, but. It uh, it it happens though. That's the thing. I mean, that's why the Lakers are falling down, and that's why now Denver, you're gonna probably start to see fall down. Yeah. So then, then you look at the the bottom of the Western Conference, um, like playoff range. Uh, you got Portland at sixth. Um, I don't think Portland's that good, but they they've they've won games. They've they've done well, but they're they're kind of in an interesting position. Um, that I think Dallas is better than them. Um, and I don't know. Portland has Portland can go Portland's up. Portland struggling. Portland could go up conceivably because of Denver and the Lakers not having all their guys. They could also fall if Dallas gets hot. Uh, but it's actually well, really important this year because of the the, yeah, the new game. seating. Yeah. So and is that going to be a rule that's? I know they did that last year. Is that rule here forever now? I think they said it's a COVID thing for now, but okay. they've wanted to do it for a while. So when we talk baseball, I'm going to have because I want to bring up the baseball rules that I thought were also just COVID things, and I don't know if they still are, but yeah, I'll get to that when we get to baseball because I actually have a nice betting tip about those so, games. Yeah. Too. So if you didn't know how it works, is um, at the end of the season, the seventh and eighth place teams will play a one game playoff. Whoever wins that earns the seventh seed. And then the ninth and tenth place teams will play each other, and whoever wins that gets to move on and play the loser of the first match, and then that winner is is now the eighth seed. So the team with the tenth best record in the West could get the eighth seed in this scenario. They could yeah. they could win, uh, but right now I think it's there's a lot of separation or more and more separation, and essentially if you get the seventh, if you have the seventh best record in the West, you could go on a two game losing streak and get a, not even make the playoffs. So right now Dallas. If they just have a two-game stretch that's bad, they're out. And so Luca has publicly complained about it. Uh, Mark Cuban today publicly complained about it. So 
So the problem with Dallas is that um, they Porzingis usually sits in back to backs or mm-hmm. sits, at, sits at one game. Uh, so they're they're kind of a team that you know isn't always they're at their best in every game. So it's it's really easy to see a scenario where they they lose two, even though they might be they might be the fifth best team in the West, but they mm-hmm. get the seventh record and then just miss the playoffs entirely. Um, so it, and is it really worth it just to get like right now? I think Golden State and uh, San Antonio are the two teams. Uh, Nine and ten that now have it now have a shot that wouldn't have had it before. So under these new rules, but uh, if yeah. you remember last year they, they had the same thing uh, in Memphis and Portland played for the eight seed and I think it was a great game. I remember. I'm. Um, I think it was actually it was a really yeah. high score and I think Portland. Obviously, we know Portland did <laughs> get it because Portland actually gave the Lakers a decent first few games until Lillard got hurt and then the Lakers ran away with it, but. Yeah, they, from what I remember, it was a good game, and it was high. It was pretty high scoring too. I think it went into, if I remember correctly, I want to say it went into like overtime or something, like something stupid. It might have, but uh, so we, we might have some nice excitement from this rule. But I yeah. do, I do understand if you're a team, if you get the seventh best record, and you your record is seven games better than than ninth place, yeah. and now, but you found yourself out because of this one yeah, game thing that kind of sucks. that is that is bad uh, but it also could be a benefit to it should one just or two honestly seed. be for eight and nine or that's what it was last year was well so now no, seven last, plays so last 10 year, and eight plays nine is that what you're just saying no no so it's oh. a two game it's a nice thing it's a two game playoff thing so basically if you're the seven you have to lose twice yeah and if yeah. you're the nine or ten you have to win twice so really quick though is the seven seed home in that or is it a mutual a neutral area Ooh, i did i did not look that up yeah, because last guess, year obviously everything was in Orlando, and yeah. this year I think you are you are going to get to play at home with fans. But so, so also last year they were going to extend extend the tournament as long as you're within three games, I believe of the. Of the oh yeah, thing. that's right. Yeah, and it was seemed designed to try to give yeah. New Orleans a shot. And, and I mean, maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's just stats over the years that it seems like maybe the eight and nine seeds are always within a couple games historically and stuff. So maybe yeah. they just figured. But then sometimes the seven seed is way better than the ten yeah. seed, and it's like, well you sometimes really want- the. Seven seed in the West is ten games better than the third seed in the East. So I mean, yeah, sometimes life's just not fair. That was that's also what Cuban brought up. He said uh, because this this year's schedule with the reduced games they cut um, in conference games. So he said that the difference they should they shouldn't have a conference this year either. That they should just take the top sixteen would would make the most sense and it's probably right. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, but but I guess the the good answer is. Hey Mark Cuban, you're in seventh. Go go be in sixth. You have you have a good opportunity to do it, and you don't have nothing to complain about because uh, you have a great opportunity to not even have to play in that tournament. So yeah, true. all right. Well, we've got two more sports to talk about. Which one do you want to talk about first? Um, let's jump jump into the Champions League just because right. there's a lot to talk about with baseball. So I'd like to keep, especially because I wasn't here last week. So I'd like to. Dabble with baseball. Champions League will be quick. But uh, I heard you guys talk about it a little bit last week, which yeah. I enjoyed listening to. And yeah, so we had uh, two games today. So we got to see the two teams advance to the final the fi- the final four, if you will, but not, you know, not really the final four. I mean, really the final four, but we don't call it the final four in soccer. But uh, Chelsea probably got the easiest draw of everybody because FC Porto actually had a major upset over Cristiano Ronaldo's Juventus in the... Round of 16, which is why they were even there. And uh, Chelsea did the job. I mean, they won the first game 2-0 on the road. 
and then they actually lost 1-0 today. But the, the funny thing is, too, is both those games were played in a neutral location, which I didn't okay. realize until I had looked at it. So I don't know why that was, but it was. I don't know the state of the world and COVID and everything. Yeah, so you know? I, think, I think that might be one of those things where because they were Porto, Porto's in Portugal, that would I think, think so. it's a Portuguese yeah. team, yeah. yeah. So maybe they're not letting people play there at all. They don't want London to come in, and like they're probably thinking like it's not fair if you guys get a home game yeah. and we don't. So that's probably the reason. So because um, so yeah. Anyway, so that was Chelsea advanced on goals two to one, and then PSG uh, Bayern Munich. That was honestly that right there was a championship type match. Well, it and, was last year. That was the final last year. So oh, it was okay. Uh, interesting that I they had to that. play each other in the the, the quarterfinals here. And PSG did advance, and uh, for those that that are probably big followers of it know that uh, Bayern Munich's best player, Lewandowski, didn't get to play in any of the games because I believe he's injured. He uh, is one of the best goal scorers in the world. I think the most underrated because he played at the time of Cristiano Ronaldo and uh, Lionel Messi, but he scores a shit ton of goals every year. He's leading the Bundesliga right now over one of our favorites, Holland, by miles. I mean, he's just electric and... It hurt them a lot not having him. They lost the first game at home 3-2. They win today 1-0, but aggregate was 3-3. But PSG, more away goals. That's the tie break. And that moves them on. And then tomorrow is the more exciting games, in my opinion. We got our boy. So if you're listening to this in the morning of the 14th, uh, get your TVs ready because it's uh, it's on the 14th. Yeah, we got Manchester City versus Dortmund. Um Dorman's got podcast favorite guy, man. We called him Andy. We bring it up a lot. We we called him uh, very early on. I remember seeing him have a game where he scored ten goals for the Norway like under nine under eighteen team or under nineteen team, and I was like, holy moly! And then he got into the Bundesliga and did good. And I've already seen that Barcelona is after him. Okay. And if Barcelona got him and he got to be up there with Messi, I, it would be dangerous again because Barcelona they they've fallen back recently. Them in real, I mean, um, I guess they're uh, Real Madrid's actually still in this tournament, but. Uh, Barcelona's fallen down. You don't really see an, uh, a final eight without Barcelona in it. So they could use uh, Holland. I mean, he won't stay in Dortmund forever. He's going to end up at one of those billion-dollar teams. So it's just a matter of time. And uh, they're down 2-1 currently to Man City. Their only thing of hope was that they did get an away goal, but it's hard to shut out Manchester City. Manchester City is probably going to be able to net a goal or two tomorrow, and I imagine they're able to to move on or today if you're listening, I guess. And I think City will move on. They're still the big favorites in this tournament. Yeah, I saw that they're still the favorites, even though they have to. Yeah, still advance, so. and they have to advance on the road too. But they were, yeah. and it's it's under two to one also. And I think that's because they knew Bayern Munich was on the verge of elimination because that seems still a little ridiculous. But yeah. Anyway, then the final one, my favorite team, Liverpool, down three one on aggregate. Their only glimmer of hope is that they did get an away goal. They go home. I mean, could they win 2-0? I think it's possible. I mean, Real Madrid doesn't have Sergio Ramos, and Liverpool made a lot of mistakes, so they're going to have to play perfect football because Real Madrid actually looks pretty decent, obviously. I mean, they're up 3-1 right now. They looked good when they won their last uh, their last ser- uh, their last round. I forget who they played, but I remember they uh, – Atalanta, that's who they played, and they, they looked good against them. So Real Madrid still trying to let people know that even though we don't have Ronaldo anymore, we're still a dangerous team. I mean, I remember – Five six years ago, they were they were the team of the Champions League. Ronaldo, yeah, year, yeah. and the funny thing is, ever since Ronaldo went to Juventus, he has not done well at all for them. And Real Madrid keeps wow. doing. I mean, that was well. that was expected that it was like 
wasn't a retirement, but it was like he's going for a less glamorous team. Yeah, he wants he to live wants, in Italy. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's the whole thing. But um, I mean I'm there's hope for Liverpool fans tomorrow, but uh, Real Madrid's looking good. So, so there's still a chance that we see uh, three Premier League teams in the, in the final four. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it unlikely, was, but yeah, I mean Chelsea, City, and Liverpool two, would be probably possible. two. Yeah. Definitely, you'll definitely get. No, I don't want to say definitely because things happen. I mean, yeah. it is in Dortmund, but you'll most likely get two, possibly three. But uh, yeah, so it should be uh, some good soccer. I mean, it's always exciting. I mean, we've watched the Champions League finals together before and stuff. I mean, it's 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 fun soccer to watch. We we watched it at one time right here in my backyard. Did we? Yeah. What? We tried to go. To, I mean, the the, the oh, big soccer bar is right here. Yeah, Liverpool's got a uh, yeah a soccer bar out here in. Uh, Orange County, where we're filming, or uh, not filming. We'll film if you want. We'll, yeah, we could film where we're uh, recording from. But uh, we ended up watching it at a bowling alley that had a giant <laughs> TV and a nice bar. Honestly, it worked out perfectly. I think that would have been a lot better than, uh, especially because they did end up losing that game to Real Madrid, actually, in which now that I'm thinking more about this, it's kind of ironic that they're all playing each other. But uh, yeah, should be should be good games. It's going to be continue to be a good Champions League because now that you're in the Final Four, it is going to be about the elite of the elite and it'll it'll be good yeah and then uh, i think that that picks up back next week again i think your games from here on out or my or is it two weeks from now i'm not sure because i think the final is end of may so. yeah i think you said like may 28th or 9th so or I think something like that. two weeks from Usually now the last saturday there yeah uh all right well uh, it's time to get into some baseball uh so I, i've got some things i want to talk about but i know you do as well so yes. i'm gonna let you uh Get in your yeah. takes. I'm I'm just gonna give a. I wanted what I wanted to do was give a little quick betting tip because so t- I actually forgot about two rules in baseball for this season because I thought they were literally just for last year's short season and it was that when the game goes extra innings that you start off with a runner on second with no outs and if a game if you have a double header that double header is seven games I'm mean, seven games I'm sorry yeah. seven innings so. There was a game today that caught my eye because, I mean, I, I still like to look at the lines and stuff like that, see who's favored, see what over-unders are and stuff like that. And today in the in game one of the Mets versus the Phillies, the over-under in that game was six and a half. And it was Chase Anderson versus uh, Taiwan, Taiwan Walker. Is that his name? Taiwan? Yeah. And... Tywin Walker, I think, was supposed to be like a good pitcher coming up. Like he was, he's had good time. seasons, I believe. But yeah. he's, he's been a journeyman for. And Chase Anderson, not mediocre at best. A guy, yeah. And I saw the over under was six and a half, and I was baffled. I was like, wait a minute, what? I was like, is it just awful weather? Is there like a tornado in there? Is it snowing? Because I know the game actually got postponed for weather yesterday, and it turned out no. And then I finally dawned on me, I was like, oh, wait a minute, there's seven inning games. So. I just what I want to say really quick is in those games, especially when it's just six and a half, I saw I said in my mind, you know what? Mets and Philly, even though it's only seven innings, it's two pitchers that are whatever, I think each team could score three runs. And all you need is each team to score three runs and you'll win because there has to be a seventh. This isn't soccer where you're only playing for 90 minutes. If it goes extra innings, you can win. I also told myself in my head, wait a minute, if this score is two to two, then you get that whole extra inning rule. Sure enough, what happened? End of the seventh inning, the score is 2-2. What happens? Top of the ninth. Leadoff guy's on base. I watched the extra innings. The leadoff guy got on for, or the, they had the runner on second for Philly. Next guy ends up like walking or whatever. And then anyway, they got to the corners with two outs. Gregorius got an infield single. They go up 3-2. Bottom of the ninth comes around. 
Runner on second. And also keep in mind what I want to also say is that both teams had the middle of their orders due up, ironically, in the eighth inning. For the for Philly, it was Harper, or it was Hoskins, Harper, and Baum. And then for the Mets, it was Alonzo, Conforto, and McNeil. Or McNeil, Conforto. And then bottom of the eighth, uh, Alonzo comes up, runner on second, leadoff single, game's tied at three. Yep. So therefore, there it goes. Anybody that's had the over six and a half ends up winning because of the because because of the new extra inning rule, and uh, that's just how it is. So it's just one of those things to think about if you are out there gambling. Just remember if you're betting over unders, especially when it's something like that where it's an eight and a half, or uh, I mean you don't see six and a half ever unless it is the seven inning game. But if it is an eight and a half or something like that where if there's each team has the same amount of runs, there has to be that additional run to make it go over. Just remember that because. There will be games this year, I guarantee, where an over-under is eight and a half and it goes to extra innings at 2-2 and they just and they go back and forth. Because, I mean, especially in the American League where you don't have to worry about a pitcher spot and stuff. So just uh, keep that in mind because I realized that today. I saw that today. thought it was interesting. So just wanted to share that knowledge with anybody out there that's listening that does like to throw some money on some yeah. teams. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, things where they always know that information. So Of course they do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're never going to mess it up. No, yeah, of course. But I'm just saying, like, the average person I'm saying might not. That's what I'm saying. It's good good service yeah. right there. Uh, yeah, the 10th the, the inning rule, I think, will end up getting changed because I feel like there's enough people who don't like it. Uh, but yeah. uh, it is there is some irony there where the, the intent is to try to – they don't want those 16-inning games anymore because uh, that just wipes out a pitching staff. Uh, but it does make it, I think, more likely to see those back-and-forth uh, – you score one, they score one. You score yeah. one, they score one. Because everyone's already starting with that second thing, so you're, you are going to see those games, and it's going to get out of hand. It's going to it's going to wreck lines. That's what I so think. That's my that was I think my biggest thing is it is going to be the point where someone's going to sit there with a. It's going to have to happen eventually where someone's sitting there with an under nine and a half, and it's three three, and the next thing you know, it's four three, four four, five four, yeah. six five, and you're just like, uh, what the fuck? And yeah. it's like, but it, and I mean, it could definitely happen. So yeah. it's you know. Especially maybe in a National League game where maybe you get to the bullpens earlier because a pitcher spots due up in the fifth or something. And I know that the doubleheader one is because they they knew this year there would still be some times where they'd have to postpone a game, uh, like the Mets opening series, uh, yeah, where the entire probably. thing didn't play. Uh, so they they knew there there would be some doubleheaders. So they still the, wanted to the doubleheader one doesn't bother me as much because it's like it I get it. if you have to play two games in a day. Yeah. You're still playing 14 innings that day. It's like you don't need to play 18 innings. The the doubleheader yeah. one, and and also doubleheaders are going to happen once, uh, a, like you know, especially and then once the weather gets better, the doubleheaders are hardly going to happen. Well, I said for this year they knew. No, you're right because be, the COVID stuff. But I'm saying like if it, stuff, if it went beyond COVID is what I'm getting. Yeah, at. Uh, but if if they did keep it, I would I would be fine because I, I think it'd be fun. I know a lot of places sell doubleheaders as individual games because of season ticket stuff like that. Uh, but like I wouldn't mind doing a. a Seven, two seven inning doubleheader. I think that would be a good time. Yeah. Versus a two uh, nine inning game. Uh, so I don't know how they're they're doing that. Um, I mean that wasn't a problem last year when there was nobody in the in the stands. But uh, that's this year. Uh, you can go. You can go for a fourteen inning day maybe. Yeah. Uh, so the, the other thing, one of the other things I want to talk about, uh, the Red Sox who like. Started off 0-3 against I Baltimore. think I, I clowned on them last week. Yeah, we, you did. We were I, way I, I under. listened to that. We were way under on them uh, this year. It's still early, uh, though. They can still go under. <laughs> yeah. 
No, but they. Since, it is a decent offense, though. Since they uh, started 0 3, got swept by the Orioles, they've won seven in a row now, including uh, two wins against the Twins back to back. Twins are, are good, so. Well, they actually only played the Twins once. I thought they won. They didn't play yesterday. Oh. So they played Tampa Bay three times, then Baltimore okay. three times. Okay. Now Twins won. Tam- Tampa's good, too. But it should have been. Tampa hasn't been that good. Exactly. No, it was impressive. And also, the I don't know where they were in the Tampa Bay game, but they were on the road in, uh, in Baltimore and they were on the road in uh, Minnesota. Yeah, and they also, got swept at home. That's that was what like yeah. everyone's like. Oh, it's over for them. They suck. Uh, and also, what I noticed today because I actually was like, paying, I looked at the the box score and stuff earlier. All the production today came from the bottom of the order. They had all three of their runs, or actually, they had three of their runs, three of their four runs driven in from the bottom of the order. Their number seven hitter Hunter Renfro used to be a big power hitter in San Diego, hit a home run, and then their number nine hitter uh, Dahlbeck had two RBIs, and then. Devers hit a home run for his fourth straight game in the ninth, and he just uh, put on a little bit of insurance. J.D. Martinez, though, 0 for 4 today, and he was hot. Yeah. He was uh, he was batting, uh, doing really well. He had three home runs on Sunday. He's been the hot hitter for them, and he they actually said the biggest thing about him was three of his four at-bats he came up today. Nobody was on base. So Minnesota did a good job on that end, but Minnesota, two runs in the first inning and then didn't do anything. But uh, I wanted to say, are we – we're going to talk about guys that have impressed us so far. Are we going to wait to get to that, or how did you uh, do that? I mean, we can, yeah. We can, we can just because I was on Minnesota, Byron Buxton yeah. has been a star to start the season. I'm still not sold on him. I think that guy ends up he gets in slumps too often. He ends up getting in streaks where he strikes out a lot. But maybe he's worked on some things and found something different because he's batting around 500 so far through 10 games or whatever they've played. He's got five home runs, a handful of RBIs. So I'll give and if his bat is for real. And like this isn't a fluke so far, and if he really does have a pretty solid season where he can bat over three hundred and hit maybe thirty home runs, that makes that Twins lineup even more dangerous. Yeah, uh, I mean he was I, he was the top prospect not that long ago, maybe two three years ago. Uh, like he was like, oh, he's the closest thing to Trout. Yeah, that we've I remember had hearing that. Um, and yeah, it hasn't been that, but they haven't needed that because they have such a deep lineup. Uh, but in baseball, you know, good players come out of nowhere to be bad all of a sudden. So. Um, when you get the opposite, when you <laughs> have someone have a breakout, it's it always helps because yeah, no, they're not gonna they're not gonna have nine guys hit twenty home runs every year. But uh, I mean, somehow Nelson Cruz still gets it done. Uh, it's it's insane. Um, yeah, I I mean we talked about last week uh, your your countrymen, which yeah, it's just it should still be mentioned. They're they're seven and three, which I did not expect them to be that good. But he's kind of he's been like. The guy there, um, I never thought he'd, he'd be that. Like he's been a good player his whole career. I actually but. wanted to also bring them up because that was the thing about him is I I've always liked Castellanos because he was putting up good numbers on an awful Detroit team, and I always said he needs to be on a good team. And the moment he left, it was almost like he was almost excited and happy to be actually on a good team. He went to the Cubs, had some good at uh, bats over there, and then now he's on the Reds. And the other guy I want to bring up on the Reds, too, Tyler Naquin. I mean, I know that that can't be for real, but he's off to a hot start with five home runs. I mean, yeah, that'll I definitely, I mean, slow down. I'll but forever it, remember it's, it's good lineup. Chris Duncan, I think that was his name. Sounds familiar on the Cardinals. I can't I think I think it was the Cardinals or the Tigers or something. He hit like 12 home runs in April or something. I think it was the Cardinals. And it was like, Okay, like who the fuck is this guy? And I was like, yeah, twelve runs, and then like, yeah, that was the one year he ever had any success in his yeah. career. Um, and that's not even like like Chris Davis had, I think like two incredible years, but one like just great one. But that was a full year. Like this Chris Duncan guy had one good month. Which uh, which Chris Davis? 
Uh, oh, the the strikeout king, Chris Davis. No, Although Chris, I think they both not Chris with a K, not Chris, Chris with a C. K. Yeah, Chris with a C led with uh, he had fifty home runs one year. Well, he had fifty seven like one year, yeah, and then he had another year of fifty plus, I believe. And he was actually, I think they thought they had high thoughts of him when he was on Texas, I believe, right? Yeah. But then, then, yeah, with the Orioles, they, after that big year, they was, gave him a huge contract. And yeah, he was, was on that. Well, he was on that team too, right? With like Adam Jones and uh, Machado, the yeah. team that got to the playoffs. That, that was team like, should have won. They were good. They were a good team. The Who Royals else did they have on that lineup? They had JJ uh, Hardy. JJ Hardy was had a good, good. Uh, Matt Weeters was supposed to be great, but he was, he was okay. Uh, Nelson Cruz, I believe. They did have Nelson Cruz. Yeah. And then it was Adam Jones. Who was their? Oh, Chris Davis would have been the first and baseman. And Marcakis. Marcakis. They, they had a really good lineup, yeah. They had a good little second baseman, too, I thought. Yeah, I think so, but I can't remember who that was. Yeah, that was a, that was a, good, that was a good team. <laughs> yeah. One of those forgotten teams is because how bad they became afterwards. And how bad they were before. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, oh, do you know from 2014 to 2016, the Orioles... We're great. Like, no, what? That doesn't make any sense, but it's true. Uh, the Angels. Uh, we, we picked we them. Did, we did pick the Angels. And again, it's early. They've won seven out of their, their first ten, which is a nice start, but it doesn't mean you're going to be great. But uh, there's been some good signs that their pitching has been so miserable that all it took was just getting, like, okay pieces, and it's been a big difference. Like, when they, they traded for Cobb, and it's like, oh, okay. It was like, yeah. well, that guy's just better than what they were throwing out there last year. And they just have people who are, are okay. So, yeah. And you, you you knew the lineup was going to be good as long as it stayed healthy. And yeah. uh, that's that's debatable whether it has already. Wonder, but. Actually, do you know how they did today? Uh, they won, I think. It was like 10-3 oh, or something. Oh, so they had another high-scoring game today? I think so. Because I know they, they scored a – let's see. They uh, – Nope, Andy, you were definitely thinking of yesterday. So they're up okay. three to two, right? I mean, they're down three to two right now in the top of the ninth, but they're threatening. So, oh, actually, wow, Mike Trout's actually currently up with runners on first and second with one out. So, uh, well, I'm talking about uh, as of four fourteen, they won. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe they'll still win ten to three, even if Who they knows? lose. Seven and four is a great start. It is. It is, and uh, I don't know what's going to go on with Otani if he's going to pitch again. He hasn't pitched since that first time, and he looked. He looked good at times, but he's just not he's not a professional pitcher. He doesn't know how to like doesn't know how to get out of jams. He doesn't know how to pitch his way out yeah. of things or like I I'll never forget the game. I think it was last year when he started off with uh where he had like the just the awful inning against Oakland where he I don't even know if he got an out through eight batters or something like that. And it was like five, six nothing. It was a lot of it was walks and it was just over yeah. before it even started. And, and a lot of his walks are like not like he's just horrible and it misses. He just can't get the guy out, and eventually the guy walks. So uh, I don't. They don't right now. They don't need him to pitch, but also don't you want him to keep pitching so that he's there? Um, but he's you want him healthy to hit because he's something special. Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, if if Otani's arm did what it's capable of doing, I mean that helps him out because I have to imagine. I think I might have said this on our baseball preview a couple weeks ago, but if the angels are in the hunt in July, they have to go out and get a starting pitcher. They have to, you have to find somebody that's willing to trade. You trade away, maybe a young guy or two or something that's decent, but you have to have a, a decent starting pitcher. Cause you can't go into the playoffs without an absolute ace. Dylan Bundy cannot be your ace going into the playoffs if they make it. Yeah. I mean, we, we've seen they do it, have a good you... lineup and their pitching's done. All right. I mean, who pitched today? It was uh Bundy. Bundy's been good. Seven innings today, two earned runs. He's got a 3-3 ERA on the year. I mean, 
I don't know how their bullpen has been because I haven't really paid attention to it, even though I did actually go to an Angel game. Oh, wow. Yeah. How'd you get uh, tickets there? So my uh, one of my good friends growing up, his dad is a uh, season ticket holder, and uh, it was on Easter, so they okay, yeah. weren't able to make it, probably family stuff and whatnot. So he texted me, and I originally said no because I was going over to a, a buddy of mine's uh, house for Easter, and then I told my buddy about it, and he was like, wait a minute, dude, get him. And it was four tickets, so me and the three guys I live with all ended up going, Yeah, and it was a good time. We were out there in uh, right field over the whatever, but it was interesting. A lot of people were like, oh, you have to like order like a beer from like your cedars. I don't know, something like that. And that wasn't the case with us. We were able to just walk right up. I'll, yeah. Granted, we got in there in the second, third inning. So I don't know if hey, that it's, mattered. It's Orange County. What are you going to do? Also, it was by Sunday. So it was like maybe by uh, by Sunday, they were over it. Yeah. The season started Thursday. They were like, you know what? This isn't working. Just walk up there and get your drink. But what is nice, Andy, that I feel like you would like is that hallways are a lot less dead. Yeah. No, no no bathroom lines. All right. Actually, you know what? Dobby, I feel like, would enjoy that. Yeah. Honestly, I enjoyed it. I don't know why I'm acting like everyone else would just enjoy it. Well, I frankly enjoyed it. Move move to Miami. But <laughs> it was actually pretty funny because at Angel Stadium, anybody listening that has been there, and then Andy, you'll know, like a lot of stadiums, there's a long thing of urinals where there's like 10 urinals in a row, and it's just basically right next to each other. You're just right there with the next guy next to you. But because of COVID, every other one is used. But the only way they have them blocked off is just like basically having like plastic over it. Oh, like when so, it's out of order. <laughs> so, of course, one of our uh, – and right as it was happening, my uh, roommate was two stalls down from me. And he was like, someone's going to accidentally go for this one in the middle that's like not being used. And sure enough, who did? None other than Turtle, a.k.a. Goose, yeah. <laughs> went up straight for it, was like, oh, no. And just it was like – he's like, what the hell, man? Like, like you can't even see that. And it's like it's – On the plastic? Cool. Almost did. Was it saran wrap? Like it, it, it's I, I don't know. It's like a white plastic type thing. Usually, when you see that, it's like a. It's not the whole thing though. It really is just over like where you pee. It's not like the. That's weird. The whole thing's done. Yeah. At least from what I remember, (laughs) maybe I'm wrong, but I think I think that's how it was. Well, I mean, so they don't they don't do the they don't do vaccines at Angel Stadium, but a lot of stadiums are doing them. Okay. That should just be how it works. It's just like. Oh, you're coming in, and they just like instead of like scanning your ticket, they're just like, Shh. <laughs> "All right." Yeah, uh, that was nice though. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd like to go again. See how that uh, all works. Yeah, I mean, you'll get there. Yeah, maybe it'll be Staples Center. You go to, you never know. I'm protesting basketball. Are you? I watch less of it. It's too much for me. I honestly, not a big. I don't watch it too much either. It's it's not good for my health. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Stick, sticking with baseball here. Uh, not good for your health as being a Mets fan. Uh, or just DeGrom. Just no run support. <laughs> it's the same story, and it's, it is it is depressing now. It's this, Yeah. <laughs> it really is. I think that's so funny that it's like the Mets actually have a good lineup. They won both the doubleheaders today. They have a good lineup, and they just – for DeGrom, it's almost just like maybe they just don't like him. Maybe DeGrom is not this nice of a guy that we think, and – He's maybe he's just a big asshole in the locker room, and everybody's just like, you know, what? we're not going to score runs for you. Or it's gotten to it's such a story now that they get really nervous. They might honestly. I mean, that yeah. I feel like that could get in your head. Baseball, as we all know, is a mental sport. And then Shane Bieber, same kind of story. The, the he actually might be in line for the win right now because he went nine shutout innings, eleven strikeouts, score was zero zero after nine innings. But the new tenth inning rule now currently the Indians are up two zero. Top of the tenth, still currently. Oh, okay. So I guess he does still count for the win for that. Yeah, I mean, if he wasn't removed, uh, he wasn't even removed. If he, was, he even went if, the full nine. Even if he gets removed, honestly, for the 10th, yeah, I would make me. I would make him just say, "Fuck, go ten. Yeah, <laughs> go ten. Was, uh, was that Jack Morris that did that in the World Series? 
But I think he's at like 115 pitches too early in the year. I think the Indians yeah. have a good bullpen. They've always had a good bullpen. Yeah, I think the first week, no one even threw 100 pitches. Yeah. It was crazy. Like they, That's gonna, just the way baseball's going, too. They're going to use Shane Bieber as much as they can this year. He's going to be he's gonna be a 200-inning guy this year. He's going to be one of maybe two. Maybe him and DeGrom go 200 yeah. innings. Maybe Trevor Bauer. I don't know. Trevor Bauer soaks up some innings. Yeah, but with the Dodgers, they have so much depth that I think eventually they'll start cycling people out like that. And, or maybe maybe yeah. Bauer isn't like you can't do that to me like because he's yeah Bauer might just be a weirdo when he's yeah. up there. Um, but yeah, zero wins so far for Degrom. They're they're zero and two in his two starts, and they've both been incredible starts. And it just I just think if it was flipped, if it was two and zero, the Mets the Mets would now be would be talking about them as a seven and three team or something like that. So uh, there's still there's still hope, but it's 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 mysterious. It's yeah, it's one of those things. I think now I think I saw he's the. The leader, career leader in ERA um, in day games. I don't know where he is overall, um, but it's like <laughs> career ERA leader in day games. I, you know, I do remember that now that you're saying that. Like I he think was, I, heard, like a, I saw that. You know, you know what? You know who else was a random stud in day games? I remember for a while that they showed his stats in day games compared to night was like uh, Irvin Santana. <laughs> okay. And yeah. Okay. I might even be wrong. It was either he was really good in the day and really bad at night, or he was really bad in the day and really good at night. Who knows? I don't either. Look it up someday. It was definitely, regardless, he wasn't that great of a pitcher. He had a couple decent years, but one of them was like a big difference. Like, I know it was enough difference for them to talk about, but again, long time ago. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else about baseball before uh, talk about the last thing? The only last thing I want to talk about is that, uh, there's this one guy that's been really good this year also on the Detroit Lions. Badu is the his Lions. name. Detroit Tigers. Yeah, yeah. I've and seen he, him. he hit a home run, another home run today. I saw him hit a home run with his mom there. And yeah, his mom and dad. Yeah. He hit another home run today. He's got four on the season now, I think. And he was, I don't know the whole story, but I know it was something where he wasn't really like, people didn't really give him a chance. And then he had a good spring here. And now he's had a good... uh a good start to the regular season. And he's found his way into the lineup, I believe every day, like towards the bottom of it. And I think it's a matter of time before he's batting in the top three in that lineup, because that lineup's not good. Yeah. Although they beat Houston yesterday and they're beating Houston currently yeah, right now. That's baseball though. It is, that's, but they're beating Houston again. Works. Matthew Boyd. Know. That's another guy. Matthew Boyd gets no respect. That guy has pitched three great games so far and he gets no respect. I'm just throwing that out there. Matthew Boyd, Good pitcher on just a bad Yeah, team. I thought he was going to get traded last year because he was a good starter and then they were so miserable. But, uh, well, I do want to talk about the Dodgers and Padres, but uh, there is actually one other thing I remembered, and I don't know if you, you saw this. Did you did you see uh, there was a, a segment about Freddie on that? Like, so I, I, I didn't see it, but I saw that there was going to be so, a segment on him. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I watched like the preview of it. Uh, so it was interesting in that... Um, it's him telling like the story of how his mom died and him finding oh, yeah. out um, and how he, he was at school when it happened and he's, you know, retelling this whole thing and the segment filmed scenes at the school, which is that's my elementary school. Oh, nice. Uh, so it was interesting, but it was also they've redone it since I've been there because uh, <laughs> I'm now in my 30s and sometimes that's it makes you sad. But like my mom was like showing me, she's like. It, at Ville Park Elementary, they had this old school building there from the 1800s. Oh, wow. And it you couldn't go inside of it because it was such a risk. It could collapse at any minute. <laughs> and I was just always there. They used it for I feel storage. like that's something from like the Simpsons or something. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, but that's gone. And now there's like a new building. So that in this ESPN segment, they're like showing like, and it's like, 
The school you know, looked nothing like that. This you know what's interesting to think is when did they even film that? I mean, I lived in Villa Park for a little bit. Yeah, I would say last fall or something like that. Yeah, Maybe that's probably there kids pretty there. crazy to think like that they had ESPN there. Yeah, at, just down the street from where I lived and down the street from where you where you live at times. Yeah. Kind of crazy. But, yeah, yeah I, didn't, it, I didn't get. I didn't watch the segment. I forgot. I mean, about I it, went to. I, I want to check that out. Really quick, since we're on the topic of him, I went to high school with Freddie, and he was a junior when I was a freshman. I remember the first baseball game I saw at Elmo. I remember walking in there, and he was up, and I just remember he hit two home runs, and it was just like with an aluminum bat. It was just unfair. It's <laughs> not fair. And it's and obviously he was great in high school. You know, the league we played in was nothing special, but I don't think. I'd be lying, and I think a lot of people would be lying if they said that they thought he'd be as... I mean, it's hard, to, no matter who you are, to be as good as he's become. I mean, NL MVP last year, he's a 300 hitter almost every year. He hits 30 home runs. He drives in 110 RBIs. It's like, it's just crazy. And he's the number three hitter on one of the best teams in baseball. And he's just... I mean, it's just amazing to think that, like he's become that productive. I mean, I know he comes back into here a lot. I mean, I've seen him out before, and it's like... I don't think anybody runs up to him. It's like, oh my God, hey, it's like blah, blah. Cause it's just like, oh yeah, he's really good. I went to high school with him or I went to, I played little league with him, but I know for sure when he's out in Atlanta, it's, it's the Chipper Jones feel with him. You know, he's, he's yeah. their new Chipper Jones out there. Well, I mean, baseball is so local and that, yeah, I mean, that's part like of it. He's, he's not a nationally famous guy. And like, you're like, oh, yeah. I, cause there's no, there's no commercials. He's not in commercials or anything, but maybe he is in commercials in, in Atlanta. Um, I don't know, but it's like, yeah, interesting. Yeah, no, definitely is. Uh, all right. Well, okay. Been teasing it. The last thing here. This is the last thing. So we're about to be done here. Uh, we're going to get in, in under an hour. Uh, the Dodgers and Padres are they've both been really good. And I think I think I said they're probably the two best teams. I don't know if you and agree with that. I, I do. And I think what I'm definitely the two best in the NL. I mean, they may be the two best in the, think, whole, the whole league. The entire league. Because the, the, from what I've been seeing from the AL, I mean, Houston's whatever. And so is uh, the Yankees. But uh, I would say that what sucks about that though is that they're in the best, they're in the same division, and that means no matter what, one of them, most likely the Padres, will have to play a one-game single elimination game on the road. Yeah. Wait, no, it wouldn't be on the road necessarily if they had the best wild card record, right? That was my bad. Yeah, yeah. So they. they so regardless, but, but though, still one what, game, what, yeah. what more I was saying is, because I've said this before, is like, what if that wild card game is against, uh. Washington and they have to go against Scherzer and then they have Strasburg ready to back him up. Or what if it's against Philly and you have to play Nola or it's the Mets. Okay. That's a better example. If it's the Mets and you have to go against DeGrom granted, the Mets don't score runs for him, but maybe they will that night. Sometimes one runs enough for DeGrom. Yeah. No, it, it always, so it always scared me. That's what sucks because let's say the San Diego does get the, they have to get the, the, they end up getting the four seed and they have to play the five seed. And it's very possible. The five seed could be the Mets. And then all of a sudden you are playing DeGrom or you, I mean, regardless, they're going to have to play a good pitcher. So, yeah. I remember one year um, Pittsburgh was very good. I think they had the second best record in the National League. Yeah, but like I know the Cardinals were ninety eight wins. And, and I then think Pittsburgh beat them, right? No, no. And then uh, in the playoff game, it was Edison Volquez against Madison Bumgarner in the wild card game, uh, and it was just like, oh, all right, you're gonna get wrecked. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, that was Cincinnati and San Francisco, right? This was the one game playoff, like the one game wild. But card. Cincinnati and San Francisco, yeah. Yeah. So, so it was Vol- Volquez. No, it was Volquez was on the Pirates. I remember, like, I couldn't believe he was oh. their their best guy to go. Um, I don't think he was, but I think he was. That was the the, the spot. That's who they had to pitch that night. Volquez. Yeah. <laughs> it was like against Bumgarner, who, and then I that led was, off that that crazy run that Bumgarner had. Because I thought that was when they had 
I mean, I could, Archer. I could be completely misremembering, but I do remember Volquez pitching in one of those wildcard games. Yeah. When Pittsburgh was the better team and it was just like, well, that's, that's just how it goes. That sucks. Yeah, that's, that's showbiz, yeah. as they say. Yeah. And then I also have this vague memory of the first time they ever did that wildcard was like in Atlanta and there's like trash on the field. Do you remember that? It, now that you're saying that, it sounds familiar. And it's just like, oh, that's, that's a metaphor for this whole. Because I was always against the, the wildcard game. Yeah, well, I agree. I, I, I think, and I think, teams. especially for this reason, is yeah. even more so why. Because I, yeah, I don't think it, it works works out. I don't want to see a, the the fifth team win the World Series, and that's that's what happened. The Nationals too, right? The Na- or no, were the Nationals Nationals had a better record than the Brewers that one game? But remember, the Brewers should have won that game. Yeah, the ball and under his glove, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the Ooh. Nationals. Ended Who was winning. that? Who was the right fielder? He was having a decent Grisham, year. Grisham, I think Grisham. It was, and now he's actually does yeah. pretty well for the Padres. Yeah, that was a funny thing because I did see that was if you saw in the Dodgers World Series rings. They have who they played on the inside of the ring, and I guess that's uh, they did the same thing with uh, the Nationals. So it had like, oh, they beat the Brewers in one game. So, uh, but yeah, anything stick out from those two teams since it's been as you expected? No, they, I mean the only thing that stands out to me is I think Dodgers are going to win 120 games. I mean, I just don't, they just yeah. don't lose. It just doesn't seem like they're going to ever lose. Like, they're definitely never going to lose three games in a row. And I don't think they're, I think they're hardly going to lose two games in a row, to be honest. I think they're going to be one of those seasons where they win three, four in a row, lose one, three, four, five in a row, lose one, three, four, five in a row, lose maybe two, and then like three, four, five in a row. And it's just like, yeah. well, I mean, right now they probably, in 90% of their matchups, they have the better pitcher, you would think. Now with, oh, yeah. With the young guys like being May's the, doing well the, and then the back end, it's like, oh, that's that's unfair. And then they could have players go in slumps and they just have such a deep lineup. And then uh this McKinstry, who's a rookie this year, has been really good for them. They just they can just plug in people all around and it's yeah, it's something crazy. And it it does suck for the Padres investing that it's like, oh, this is the wrong time to do it. Like five years ago would have been better. Like you would have yeah. had a better chance in the National League, but yeah, that's a bummer. And they blew it a few years back when they actually had a good team. They had an awful August when they had back when they had Matt Latos and one of the best bullpens. They were a first place team. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a nice, nice podcast there. Yeah, I, I enjoyed myself. Yeah, it's always good. I mean, I'm like I said. I mean, I've been. I'm, I obviously work some evenings a little bit now, so it's harder for me to come on. But I would like to do as much sports podcast as I can. I mean, I really wanted to be here last week because there was a lot to talk about, but ended up not working out. But I think there could be a handful in the future, though. I mean, this seemed to work out. I mean, if I'm off work at 6.45, get to come down yeah. here. 6.45 Pacific time for you guys listening in Hawaii. Oh, I mean, you even mentioned, yeah, like Sean's not here. He was busy this night. Yeah. He's free the next night. Sean will be like, doing the entertainment one. Hey, he just couldn't do sports. And I mean, Andy and I, this Sean, works out. This Sean works talks out. a little bit about sports, but a lot of times he would be sitting there. Now that we're not all together, he probably, I imagine, would get very bored during sports if the two of us were just rambling. Because when... Yeah. When Andy and I get going, it's like, you know, we, we're just guys. You know, we like to talk sports. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you, uh, if you're listening to it, you are, were talking with us in your mind. Yeah. I know I do that sometimes. I do that. I do that listening too yeah. when I'm not on it with you guys. You pretend you're a, a caller into <laughs> yeah. coward. Yelling uh, the answer at my stereo. N- never time caller, uh, long time listener. Um, well, thank you. Yes, thank you for listening. Goodbye.